Spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But, if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. Welcome back to another episode of The Real Review. My name is Kevin. And I'm John. And we are The Real Movie Guys. Uh, we'd like to welcome you back to another special episode of Stay Out of the Water Month, where we review the movies that once made you fear the water. Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Shallows. Uh, the Shallows is about uh, a girl named Nancy. Uh, in tribute to her mother, she goes to find a secret island where she wants to go surfing. However, nothing goes according to plan. Uh, she ends up getting stuck in the middle of the ocean and... Uh, she's attacked by a shark and it's now a contest of her versus a shark who's going to survive is she going to get out who knows uh at this point john what did you think of this movie initially did you know anything about this movie did you hear about it or no i actually never heard of this movie going into it I can't, it never came across my radar okay okay so this movie is one of the one of the things I really like, which is actually, I'm going to start right away with one of the positives for this movie. Uh, it's pretty much man versus nature versus beast. Or I guess in this case, you'd say woman, because it's not about a man. Uh, I like how she constantly has to combat the elements and she has to combat the shark at the same time. Those are pretty much the three main characters in this movie. Uh, besides that, there's really no other characters besides a seagull. Uh, Steven Seagull. Get it? <laughs> Steven Seagull. Yeah. No, they're not, not totally alone. I got this little dude, Steven Seagal, here, keeping me company. That's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, dad joke. Yeah, I, I really like the survival element of this movie. I think it's a really cool concept. Uh, it's not the traditional, you know, shark attack movie, you would say. It's more about her. She's stuck in a situation. She's stuck on this rock in the middle of the water, and she's just, just too shy of getting away to shore. Uh, so now and she's being circled by a shark the whole time. Uh, I think that's a really cool concept for a movie, and I think this movie does a really good job executing it. Uh, what are your thoughts, John? Yeah, I thought that part was pretty cool, too. Um, it's an interesting take on shark movies, too. Like, right. just the way it's done, and also just the way that they have it shot, too. I feel like it's shot, like, in a way at first, mm -hmm. where you can't see how close she really is to shore. Right. But then as, like, the movie goes on, you actually can see how close she is. Right. And sometimes you think about it like, why doesn't she just take that chance? You know? Right. Because they say that there's sharks circling her all the time, mm -hmm. but it's every once in a while where you actually notice the shark. Right. And then it seems like the shark's so close to her. It's kind of mm -hmm. like a little bit like unbelievable, but well, there's a couple of things I think that add to that. Uh, the first thing I really want to compliment this movie for is its cinematography in this movie's beautiful. Uh, the surf scenes, they have un an underwater camera that they use every now and then. Uh, the depiction of the isolation. Uh, they use a lot of like 360 rotating camera shots to give you perspective on where she is and what her situation exactly is. Like you see her, uh, you see the giant, is that a, a buoy? Is that what it is? 
a buoy. Yeah, yeah a buoy. Uh, and then you see the land, and then you see there's a dead whale that pretty much at this point attracted the shark to her, which is why this whole situation's going on. But you see the whole area in a 360 shot, and I think it's quite quite breathtaking. Every shot is amazing. They have a lot of overhead shots. Um, again, very unique, I would say, yeah. in this kind of movie. Not not your typical just you know first-person perspective the whole time. But on top of that, they use a different technique, which you don't see very often. They use a lot of picture-in-picture technique. Uh, they... There's scenes in the movie where uh, Nancy, she's talking on the phone, and they have her, and then you see on the side, they have who she's interacting with. So she was talking with her family, you see her family's on one side, you have her. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, she's scrolling through photos of her mother. So you have her, and she's scrolling through the photos, which I think is a nice touch. That's not something you see very commonly. Uh, but on top of that, even to build even further, the movie uses that as a great device. So when we need to know the time... Like, what, what what events are happening? She has everything timed out. You see the time, you see how many hours it is till such and such. You see, uh, like, your, your reference to the shark at that point. She's talking about when the shark's circling her. She times the shark to see how much time she has. That's the third time. To go from one point to another, uh, she times it. I was, I think it's like thirty minutes or like thirty seconds, not thirty minutes, obviously, but thirty seconds to do what she has to do. Uh, they address that, which I think is really interesting. It's a, di it's different. I've never, I can't recall anything where they show it like that picture-in-picture -picture style, and, and you use it to such a great effect in this movie. So yeah, I also, I have like a love-hate relationship with that too, right. because like. In a way, I thought it was cool and unique, mm -hmm. but then it also kind of seemed like really weird and stuff. Like, just the fact of like her kind of talking on the phone mm -hmm. in that way was a little bit weird. But I also love how they did the use the GoPro footage too. Yes, like in a way to too. like that was really find unique. have her get found too. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a very interesting way instead of like having like your normal like oh somebody sees her out there or something. But like the GoPro footage, right. I thought an interesting way to do it. Right. Uh, there's a couple surfers that she meets in the beginning of the movie. Uh, that, that would be a negative in a way. I mean, they were kind of just there to develop, develop um, divulge plot information, right? They tell her about, you know, when the tide's coming. So she kind of knows that. And then they kind of just go on their merry way and disappear. <laughs> uh, later, though, they come back, you know, to visit the, the, the surf spot and they have a GoPro and then she actually finds the GoPro and that's, she's able to record a message to her family as her dying words. And, uh, she sets a go and it lands on the beach and then she's rescued that way by a little kid who finds it. Get very, that's, that's another convoluted point, but, uh, interesting. Like I said, the GoPro is very interesting. I think I'll give this movie credit for that too. They took modern technology and implemented it, implemented it well. So you, like I said, we have the cell phone. Yeah. It's different. Uh, this movie's really tough to do that because pretty much this movie is a solo act, right? It's really just Blake Lively. Who's great in this movie. Uh, just the whole time, really. It's, it's really who, all who it is. So it's up to her to portray her feeling, you know, portray the feeling she needs to portray, uh, carry the plot along. So based on what she has to interact with, I think they did a good job in showing that again, it could have been very cliche, but I think at the same time, I thought they did a really excellent job with that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah, uh, but like I said, back to Blake Lively. Uh, I think she did do a great job in this movie. 
her performance is very, I don't want to say, she's very ordinary, which I think is great. Uh, she is a medical student, so we have that plot line in this movie where she's she's dropping out of she's dropped out of med school temporarily. Right at this point, uh, she's going surfing in honor of her mother because her mother talked about this island that she knew. So that's what brings her to this whole plot. Uh, she makes a lot of bad choices. Uh, she goes surfing <laughs> alone, which I think is a terrible terrible decision. Uh, but again, you, it's one of those decisions where I forgive it because I wouldn't say it's out of character. For her we don't know her that well but i wouldn't say it's out of character uh, it's not just like just for the sake of the plot that it happened but i could see that happening uh this her friend's drunk so her friend has a hangover so she doesn't want to come hang out with her so she's just like you know i'm gonna go do what i gotta do i'm gonna go to the surf spot by myself uh she's not coming again uh, my my friend you know uh me amigo you know the girl we left back at the hotel you know, she smelled like Don Julio and bad choices. Again, poor decision, but we need it in order to get the whole solo aspect of the plot going. But I think she carried herself very well. I felt like her struggle was real. Uh, her injury scenes were very grotesque. Uh, she injures her upper upper thigh, gets like bit into by the shark. Very grotesque scene, especially when she's trying to, you know, tie it together with her, her, her uh, jewelry. Very, oh, very yeah. disgusting. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever seen someone repair their injury with jewelry before, so that that that's something it was, new. <laughs> it was unique. They unique. did a, I, I feel like they did a lot too in this movie mm -hmm. with such a very low budget. I feel like, like yeah. they seem to like work things, work things out in a way of that looked realistic and that could happen, but not like it being extravagant. You know? Yeah, I don't think anything not crazy, was too over the top, which is part of what also works for this film. It's very, this movie is very short. I believe it was an hour and 30 minutes. I want to yes. say, I think it was just about was. that, uh, which is good. That, that's good for me. Story was concise to the point, a uh, very minimalist plot. You, you know why she's there again. The, the reason to be her being there. Isn't the whole issue. The whole, the main course that you're going for, for this movie is to see, okay, how is she going to overcome this shark? and get back to land. That's essentially what mm -hmm. you're going to see this movie for. Again, they try to add a little more character depth with uh, the med school thing, her mother dying of cancer. They add these things in, but I don't think that's the main show that you're there for. The movie knows exactly what it's, the story it's trying to tell. So they, they keep it to the point, which I greatly, greatly appreciate. Uh, a lot of movies, especially, you know, this kind of movie, I could see it being, you know, and I even, I wouldn't even say today's movies. I'd say if you look more back, like, even the Jaws movies and some of the 90s movies where there were like monster attacks and stuff like that. They try to overinflate the plot with all these side stories and things we don't care about. Uh, I like how it's just one character against everything that that's it. You know, we, we're not worried about any side characters. We're not worried about like it could have easily been, oh, what's her family doing now? Or they they don't know where she is and they're worried about her. Or it could have been about her friend. Oh, no, I abandoned her. I have to go find her. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, movie's like, I don't care. That's not what we're, This is not the story we're telling. We're going to tell a story about this girl, and she wants to survive. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> I don't like the fluff. Let's get the fluff out of here. I like that. Let's take away that half hour. Right. I mean, it, it, no it, it, works. it works for this. Uh, another interesting thing that they do, which you don't see much in movies, is I think this movie respects its audience. Uh, they do a lot of show, don't tell. Again, 
there are points where they do tell you that, you know, she was a med student. They, they just bring it up casually in conversation. I wouldn't say it's like shoved down your throat, but they do a lot of like showing like when she's talking to herself and she's injured, you hear her talking like she's talking to herself in med school. Okay. Okay, ma'am. Nice clean breath. Like, okay. I have to tie the, I tie this, you know, to stop the bleeding. I have to stitch it up. Okay, you got this. Like, she's talking to herself like a teacher would be talking to her in med school. I gotta get some blood flowing. No, let's loosen this tourniquet for you. Which I think is kind of cool. Uh, you don't see that normally in movies where it's usually, we're told how characters are, but she's showing us how strong of a character she is, which I can really, really get down with and appreciate. Uh, even like, for example, the guy on the beach, there's a guy, uh, eventually there's a guy that stumbles along the beach. He's passed out drunk on the beach. Oh my Instead God. of like her going, oh no, I think he's drunk. They just zoom in on him dropping a bottle of alcohol. So at that point to the audience, you're told, oh, oh crap, this guy's drunk. He's not going to be able to do anything. He's, he's got to be bad news. Do like her talking to the seagull. And like I said, her talking to herself and the seagull makes sense. Uh, the seagull's kind of funny. Just going to do this quick, okay? It's gonna hurt just for a second, and then you're gonna be okay. On three. Ready? One, two, three. I think we did it. Ah, ah! Hey, hey, hey! That's a terrible way to say thank you. Another thing I would talk about is uh, the beautiful setting and the use of color in this movie goes along with the whole cinematography. Uh, you can tell at times that some of this background is green screen. You can definitely tell it might have been shot in a pool or something like that. But for the most part, I think it was competently shot with like, especially the setting was very beautiful. Uh, the color contrast. with jellyfish which i thought was really cool she, she's diving deep underwater and then they suddenly illuminate and you just see that stark contrast in color which i really like uh the end scene her battle with the big shark at the end of the movie uh it's very dark shadowy it's got this overcast going on very muted color palette uh, again it has a very distinct color everything everything goes from very vibrant it's it's one it's either one or the other it's very vibrant or it's very dark it kind of goes with the flow of the movie which i can appreciate which Turns me to our negatives, which uh, John has some negatives here too. So I think this is gonna this will complement everything nicely. Uh, I agree with you. I think the the drunk guy scene was a little stupid. <laughs> uh, I don't think yeah. it was necessary. Uh, do you want to talk talk to the guys about this? Tell them what, tell them what you think. Like I just thought that it was so pointless to have this extra scene in there where he goes he walks all the way all over. Then to go grab her phone and he's going through her stuff and stealing like money and stuff. But then all of a sudden, he, like, I understand he's drunk. Right. But they made it like he was drunk and he was just like really dumb because then all of a sudden he decided after he gets her cell phone. Right. And he steals the money. He decides I'm going to walk into the water. <laughs> like all of a sudden he just all of a sudden he saw a surfboard. And he's like, oh, I have yes. to have that. I mean, and he just starts walking. I mean, and then he never swims. Right. 
He just walks and then gets eaten. But it was like he walked like 500 feet. He could have walked to where she was. Right. But he, he didn't. I, mean, I guess the surfboard is a value, especially in that area. I could see he could probably sell that surfboard for a pretty penny. So that was his whole motivation to going out there to get it. Again, the man's inebriated. So whatever, his choices probably aren't the best at that point. <laughs> well, that's I, I, I can see that as frustration uh, actually I want to go back to real quickly I know this is a sidetrack but a real quick positive uh, when you mentioned how he died he gets eaten by the shark uh, the cinematography they actually used in a lot of the deaths is very unique you see a lot of shots where the water rises up and then rises down and the person's gone it's not overly glorified there's one scene where the shark like jumps out of the water and kills somebody <laughs> That, that, that's a little crazy but overall the, for the most part they use the water uh, i want to say almost like i said i mentioned earlier it's like a character the water itself is like a character too where it just like comes up comes down the person's gone and you you have an idea of what's going on at that point there's a scene where when that guy dies i think it's actually a really cool death scene you do see his body kind of like walk trying to like struggle across the sand <laughs> But before that, there's this excellent, excellent shot of, you know, something bad happened. You just see her face. You see Blake Lively's face. She's staring at the camera and you see her expression just change to horror. And you hear what's going on in the background. Again, an example of show, don't tell me. You just, that, that reaction's all you needed. You didn't need to see this big gore fest of what was happening. You just needed that, that bone-chilling reaction, like, ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah. You really felt it. Uh, I agree. But again, sorry, sorry, sorry to get sidetracked there. Back to my negative, though. Uh, I hate how this movie turns into a horror movie at the end. Uh, like I said, I feel like there's a radical shift at one point where when she decides she has like this whole epiphany, like I need to survive and I have to do what I have to do. I can't die on this rock. I'm going to fight just like she taught us. And then she swims to a buoy and suddenly we turn into a whole nother movie. The shark's like jumping, nipping, trying to nip at her out of the water. She's shooting flares at the whale. Fuck you. Again, I it's cool, and you. I don't want to say it's it's not really unique. I think the I think the movie becomes less unique when we get to this point, but it's very well executed action. But what the hell happened? We suddenly changed movies at this point. Yeah. Well, also like what you're saying too, like the whole part about this movie that you liked in the first part, right? Was it was really believable, and then they forgot but about th it. They start doing that, and then you also start thinking about. Okay, the whale is just laying there in the ocean. Right. And that's why the shark came over. Right. Okay. Believe that makes right. that makes sense. But then the shark doesn't eat the whale. It's just after the woman. 
Well, then, see, now, I thought that, too, right? So, I think the movie thought of that. Again, I'm not I'm not uh, complimenting this, but they, they do a focus in where she looks at the shark, and she sees the hook. She has the GoPro, and she sees, like, a hook. I guess it's, like, a hook, right? It's stuck in the shark's mouth. And she's like, oh, that's what happened to you. Someone got you. So I guess she's implying that the shark's out for revenge against humans. That's why it's so angry. I think that's what they were trying to imply there. Yeah. Again, not complimenting that motivation, but I guess they wanted to give the shark some kind of motivation there. Uh, not what I would have done, to be quite honest. But uh, hey, you know, to each his own. Yeah. It was weird. Right. Um. Yeah, like I said, the whole horror movie thing, she's fighting, battling the shark. Even when, at the end, you know, she gets under, she gets off the buoy and she's, the shark's coming after her. It's chomping at the, the bits of the buoy, ripping it apart. And then she dives underwater. She goes all the way down and then she just dodges it just in time. And the shark gets impaled on this giant spike wreckage thing. <laughs> And it's like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, it's it's really awesome action. Don't get me wrong; it looks great. Why is it in this movie though? That that's my main argument for this. That that's not what I came to see this movie for. Uh, it's another feeling of like two movie syndrome. I feel like we had a really interesting, unique survival movie, and suddenly it just turned into a generic action shark movie that we've seen, a regular B movie, and I I didn't appreciate that change. But also, like, too, in, like, the same realm, realm of that. Right. With everything that was going on, like, with her getting hurt by the shark and then her staying there for so long. Right. It kind of made me think to myself, like, all right, well, eventually you're going to have to get off of this rock no matter what. I mm. understand, like, someone can come there and save you. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't a known place. And there was very few people there anyway. Well, that was the whole plot contrivance where the young boy finds the GoPro and it just so happens the guy that dropped her off in the beginning of the movie said, I don't live too far from here. And that boy ended up being his son. So he knew she was out there, which yeah. adds to that whole again. I'm not going to knock the movie too much on plot contrivance because that, that's part of what you know, you need that in a movie. Unfortunately, it is a movie. You know, this isn't real life. The story that they're telling. So a little plot contrivance is that that's fine. She essentially, she did it all on her own. No one went out and saved her. She essentially saved herself. No. Yeah. So I can but appreciate what, that for the movie. But what I was thinking was that you would have thought that she would have just tried to escape earlier than she did instead of the, because the longer she waited, the more weaker she got. Right, and but each time she made she it. A little bit, you know? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't think thirty seconds. No matter what, I don't think thirty seconds was long enough to get to the shore. I think that was like the ultimate downfall for her. Like well, she knew no matter what. I also don't think that the shark was circling every five seconds either. Listen, we saw it in the movie. It was happening. There was a <laughs> like, little gauge. We saw it. Okay. <laughs> like the fact that they're like, okay, she's there, like almost like a whole day, right? Yeah. And it seems like the shark just sits there for a day. Like, oh, it doesn't need, it doesn't want to go anywhere else. Well, I do agree it's with like, you. I'm staying the, here. I agree that the shark wasn't circling her in the beginning. It didn't start doing that till, I don't know, maybe like, I guess in movie time, like 20 minutes after the attack, <laughs> right? Roughly, yeah. I'd say it started circling her. But again, 
like I said, it's part, it's part of the movie plot. We got to accept it. That's what they established for us. Uh, two more things I just want to touch on. Uh, the CGI didn't age well in this movie. Again, it's not terrible. I hate to knock it, but the shark did look pretty bad at times, especially when he would come out of the water. Like when he was in the water, <laughs> the shark looked really good. You couldn't really tell. As soon as he jumped out of the water, what I, oh, that thing looked ugly. I'm sorry. It looked really bad. Um, and again, I did mention it earlier as well. The uh, background... You can tell some of it's artificial. It's part of the nature of the beast, though, for this kind of movie. So I'm not going to knock it too much. Uh, the last most important thing that I thought was stupid in this movie was the whole epilogue. I didn't like that at all. She After she gets off, you know, they have a scene, a really cool scene. She's laying on the beach and she's just like breathing heavy. Like, I did it. I defeated everything. And then it fades to black. And I'm like, great. The movie's over. That's perfect. That's what I wanted. <laughs> And then we have a stupid epilogue with her meeting up with her family and uh, <laughs> this stupid pop song playing. And Time to go. Do you think I'll ever be as good as you? No. <laughs> I didn't need that. Like, what was that? Like, just to give us, like, a quote-unquote happy ending? That was, that was, that was your favorite song. I yeah, know. Okay, but, uh... <laughs> Why do we need that? We didn't need that. That was kind of, that was nonsense. That, that just ruined the, I feel like it ruined the tension of the survival <laughs> at that point. Like, look, I'm all happy and I have a scar and I'm all happy. I like, I would have liked not knowing what happened. Maybe she did lose her leg. Who knows? Yeah. You know, we don't know. I, the idea of not knowing is more interesting than giving me this stupid, everything wrapped up in a neat blanket. I feel like Everybody. that might've been like part of a test audience where the test audience like, Oh, what happened to her? We got to know. We got to have this happy ending. No, don't give me a happy <laughs> ending. Just don't let me know. Just leave it to my imagination. That's right. Don't make a second one. Like just leave it alone. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think there would why. be a second one for this. It was very low budget. I think this movie. Yeah. I don't even know how well it did, uh, but I do think it's worth watching. So we're at that point in the review where we're going to give our final scores. I'm going to give the shallows, a B plus. I think this movie's really good. I think the survival elements are really interesting and unique, uh, especially with these kind of movies where we've had other movies where we've had people like surviving in the water. Um, I can't think of that one movie, but there's like the couple and they're being surrounded by a shark the whole time. Open water. Is that what it was? I'm pretty sure okay. it's called Open Water, but that's a movie that did it. But I think this movie does it exceptionally well with just one actor, uh, not the greatest budget, but I think it portrays everything extremely well. Again, if you can look past, you know, the last act change of it becoming a horror movie and uh, some of the wonky CG, I think this movie's really enjoyable and I think you should definitely check it out. Uh, John, what are your, what's your score? I give it a C. Okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was good enough to keep your attention. I thought it had believable parts, and I thought it was an interesting story. I thought it was also great how they mm-hmm. used very little cast too. Right. Like I thought that was a very interesting way to shoot a movie. Like not with that many people. Not with like it was literally like one story to tell, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like you're going through the story with her. Right. So, I do appreciate. I give it a that. C. Yeah, I appreciate, like I said, this movie, I think we agree, you know, the character performance from Blake Lively was great. Uh, Cinematography was really great in this movie. I think there's a lot more positives than negatives. So again, you know, I think, I think John agrees with me, you know, our recommendation. I think you should check it out. I think it's worth watching. Uh, So John, where can the people find us at home? You can find us on YouTube, the real movie guys on YouTube. 
like our channel, subscribe. We need some subscribers. Um, you could also hit us up on Twitter and follow us there at the Real Movie Guy on Twitter. We also are being located on many platforms of podcasting, such as yes, for your listening pleasure. We are also available in podcast form at iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Be sure to give us a listen at any of those fine places. And if you already are right now, hey, we greatly appreciate it. It's just search real movie guys. We should pop right up. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of the real review. Uh, my name is Kevin. This guy over here, he's John. We are the Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Don't forget, stay out of the water. We'll see you next time. See you.